you're an imposter. You're not good. Your son's not even talking to you. Your ex doesn't even let you talk to him. So you can't be a good coach. Who the hell do you think you are? So those were the things that I was saying in my head. Welcome to the Shut Up Show. This is the Brave Solopreneurs Podcast helping you shut up and make shit happen. Inside every episode, you'll hear raw and uncensored conversations with amazing entrepreneurs and thought leaders who bring their best work every day despite being scared shitless. You'll gain mindset strategies on how to brave through your fears, tactical advice to help you define your shut-up moment, and impact-driven tips inspiring you to live and work on your own terms. And now, your hosts and co-shut-uppers of making shit happen, Bernie Shung and Phil Gerbyshack. Hey, we are live, and today we have an extra special guest. We are turning the microphone around. Kind of like turning the beat around here. I'm my co-host, the fabulous, beautiful, and talented, Miss Bernie Shung. Bernie, how are you today? Oh, I just told you I'm not feeling good. <laughs> not feeling good. But, so we're going to build you up. <laughs> but emotionally and mentally, I feel amazing. Physically. <laughs> All right. So poopy doopy, we both have been interviewed by each other as we've been under the weather. I'm feeling much stronger today. So it's my turn to lift you up, my dear. So, And because we're approaching 100 episodes, that's why we're doing this, just to let everybody know we're not being goofy and interviewing each other. But we're kind of getting back to our roots here with why we started Shut Up Show. And ultimately, though we love our guests, we really do, and though we love our audience very, very much in our community, and anybody who might see this or listen to this on the podcast, Ultimately, we did this for each other. We did this to help each other kind of overcome some of our own bullshit, some of our own fear. And so we thought it best to kind of commemorate those 100 episodes with what's happening now, right? It's We're nine months, ten months later. We've done 100 episodes, which candidly is remarkable. That's really cool. And I think, uh, you know, we we would both say that we held each other up to make that happen, you know. Um, but now, Bernie, there's got to be other stuff. So, so catch us up, Bernie. What's what's happening in your life right now? And then let's talk a little bit about what has happened because I think the right now is a good place to start. And then we can kind of flash back a little bit, do some like in Cheers, right? We'll do some flashback <laughs> episodes, maybe Jr. Ewing a little bit of Dallas, and uh, we'll do that. But no, Bernie. What's hot right now? What you working on, babe? Yeah, first of all, thank you, Phil, because it is kind of awkward when we started, you know, nearly nine, ten months ago, and we're just like, hey, how about this idea of just talking to each other every week and letting people be a fly on the wall? Because we both have emotionally and mentally been there for each other to support each other because of all the things we've been doing. And we just got so caught up in all the exciting stuff we did with the show that, you know, we kind of pushed ourselves to the side and prioritized us when we could. And so I agree with you. I think it's fantastic to bring people up to speed with what is Bernie doing? What is Phil doing outside of the Shut Up Show and the Shut Up Show community? And right now I'd say the biggest accomplishment, the biggest thing that excites me is that one month ago I wrote the very first draft of the book I've been meaning to write since 2011 in a single Saturday, like under 17 hours. And, dude, I'm not even kidding you. It's not that I haven't had the capability to write that much in such a short period of time. I have written before. I've written a lot of words, and I've written for a very long time. 
since I was probably like, you know, 14 or so. But uh, what I said in the uh, preface of the book uh, that will come out this spring uh, was I did not feel worthy enough to author the book that chose me as its muse, right, until just one month ago. And so to bring us up to speed, the book is basically a one-year memoir of my life, my journey in 2013. One of the years that, that I struggled the most emotionally and mentally, and even physically too, I, I put on a lot of weight and I was depressed quite a bit because of the parental alienation that I was experiencing at the latter end of 2012 that really affected me pretty much for the entire year. We touched on it a little bit on the show, Phil, before, but we never really dove into it because we didn't want to make it about Bernie's show and the Phil show. We wanted to make it about the Shut Up Show community. So everything I was doing was writing behind the scenes and sharing this all behind the scenes. And now, you know, I gave birth to this book and it's it's being edited as we speak. It uh, The illustration will be done for the book cover very soon and it's going to be self-published in uh, the Kindle store this spring. Uh, basically, new birth. I birthed it and so it's coming out in spring when the birth of everything kind of happens. So that's the biggest thing that's happening right now in my life. That's interesting, and and to draw some parallels, right? That's nine months in process, and not to say that that is like your son, but that is kind of like your son now. I mean, right. you've kind of moved from being that alienated person who, who I'm sure felt victimized, yep. who I'm sure felt powerless, who I'm sure hurt a lot. I know Bernie from talking to you that that hurt your heart a lot, and it slowed your soul down a great deal. To now, going to be the author of a book hitting something on your bucket list, which, again, I know it doesn't match giving birth to a son and having a wonderful son. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to draw that. But it is kind of a parallel. And it, and it's interesting how it kind of happened one afternoon, just yeah. like sometimes having babies happens. One afternoon. <laughs> and it was purposeful. And it was intentional. And it was powerful. And pretty soon, we're going to see your baby. I love that you drew that parallel, Phil. I really do. And I've told you this before on the show and behind the scenes. You're really good at drawing parallels and kind of summing up what was said in a very, you know, simplistic way of saying it. But it's so poetic. And you're right. And, and I'll be very honest with you. Yes, I did give birth to this book just like I gave birth to my son. And the beauty in it is uh, because maybe no, not, not everybody might have heard my mantra that kept me sane and, you know, emotionally healthy in all 2013, but my mantra was unconditional love and unrelenting faith will prevail in the end, is what, is what I kept chanting to myself throughout the entire year when it was so easy for me to go, I suck, or you know what, they're wrong, forget them, you know, and I kept going back and forth with they're wrong, I suck, you know, they're wrong, I suck, and instead of focusing on these destructive, you know, thoughts and inner chatter, I decided to say, you know what, let me do something productive and constructive with what I know, and let's go do something that means something. And so in that process, I just, I gave love. I gave love to to birth this book. And in this book, all I ever talk about in there is about having faith, having hope, believing in myself. And you know what, Phil, and you kind of helped me with this too when we did talk behind the scenes. Believing that even those people who I feel are hurting me, right, they're hurt too. And so having this love and faith is saying, Bernie, you're not the only one hurting. Everybody involved in the situation is hurting. So just have love and faith and hope that they can overcome the pain too. We all are hurting, but how can we 
help uh, be, be, a, be a, not perpetuate the problem, but be part of the solution. So the book was my therapeutic solution to help heal me. And in the process, I hope it helps heal anybody else who's going through something similar. And it's not just a book about parental alienation, but that's a, that's a big piece of it. It's a book about realizing that you are good enough and to give yourself permission to speak and to give your permission permission to love and to be loved. Yeah, and that's something I think folks miss. And because we talk a lot about business, but realistically, even with your customers, if you are not open to letting them love you, you're holding back and you're missing out on a big part of the payment that you get from your customers. Right. So don't get me wrong, okay? You got to make money because love don't pay the bill. Yep. Let's not let's not pull a punch there. That's just the truth, right? You still got to get paid. But let's be quite honest. There are days that suck shit that if it weren't for love, you'd quit what you're doing. There are days, Milwaukee, perfect example, we have had like 10 damn snow days, okay? If you're doing stuff just for money, you are a miserable SOB. So you need to think about how instead you perpetuate that love. How do you pour that out? How do you get that out? So that, A, you can receive more because a full vessel gets nothing. You have to empty yourself regularly and cleanse that vessel and keep that water flowing, keep that love flowing in order to receive more. And you have to let that kind of flow into you because, Bernie, I've been like you, right? Sometimes I forget. It's, I, I need people to love me too. I give. You know, I'm a giver. I love to give. It makes me feel good. But sometimes, like when I'm sick, I have to let that kind of love flow back. And and it doesn't make me weak, and it doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you stronger. And I think the thing that shifted my mindset about about receiving is understanding that when you receive someone else's gift, you're giving them something too. Absolutely. And that's a big, been a big realization for me. What about you, Bernie? I couldn't agree more. That's a beautiful segue because let's, let's take the show, for example, Phil. I mean, you and I are so close to it, so we know the genesis and we know how it's evolved. And the exciting thing is after 100 episodes, it's evolved even more. And I'm so excited about that. But but like you said, you know, to kick off this conversation today, we are bringing it back full circle. And the reason why you and I started the show was because you were going through something personal and professional, and so was I. And we came together at the right time to support each other for the right thing that we needed at that moment. The show is is, is a vessel, for example to help heal ourselves professionally and personally. And here's how we did it. We're giving of ourselves to help our community. We're putting it all out there. You know, we're naked in front of the, well, not not literally naked. Not this we, show. Uh, not this show. Maybe another show. The back, back, back. <laughs> exactly. But we're vulnerable. We're, we're, we're talking about our fears every week with each other, with the community, and with the third-party guests that we bring on. And in the process of doing that, we're giving to them, we're giving it to each other, and we're feeding back and fueling ourselves. Because I'll be very honest with you, I've told you this, but I'm going to tell you publicly in front of everybody. If it wasn't for you and me to do the Shut Up show since April until now, I really think it would have been much harder and it would have taken longer time for me to heal what I was going through if we're going to talk about the parental alienation. Because the inner chatter that was happening when when I thought about every single time I was in business and I've got a prospect calling me or I'm working with a customer, the back of my head said, you're an imposter. You're not good. Your son's not even talking to you. Your ex doesn't even let you talk to him. So you can't be a good coach. 
who the hell do you think you are? So those were the things that I was saying in my head. But when I started to channel, you know, the, the, that feeling, right, to channel the fear into something productive like this, where it's like, Phil, can we talk this week? And can we talk publicly this week? And then can we listen to other people talk about their fears too? Because at the end of the day, I was feeding into it, they were feeding into it, you were feeding into it, and we all gained and benefited from this platform, which is the Shut Up Show. And that's just one vessel. The other vessel was my writing that I did every single day, every week, for all of 2013, which, like I said, helped me birth that book. And all of the other things I do, obviously. When I coach my clients, they tell me, Bernie, you inspire me. And I go, you know what? I'm inspired that you're inspired. It's this reciprocal thing that keeps happening in all of these things that I intentionally and deliberately do, Phil. And I know you use that word quite a bit in the stuff that you do, but being deliberate, that is really the key to how I was able to successfully pull myself out of the darkness, Phil, when it would have been easy to say, I'm a victim. I suck. They suck. I'm going to go run away now to another country and never show my face again. And I didn't. I chose not to. I chose to confront it head on. And this is how I did it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that the journey to healing actually results sometimes in a little bit more pain at first because you're really ripping yourself open and letting yourself bleed out. That's the vulnerability that we have. And the sooner we do that and we rip that open, and the sooner we're able to do that, the sooner we're able to start the healing and the overcoming of some of those fears, those obstacles that hold us back so much from being who we really can be. So, so Bernie, let's, let's take this one step further here. There's, we don't know exactly what's next for anybody. We never likely will, but take us through, Bernie, what do you see next for the next 12 months for you, for the Shut Up Show, and what are you afraid of about that? How are we going to support each other here? And how are we going to let the community that watches this show, that listens to the podcast, how are we going to let them support us and support you specifically, Bern, as you get yeah. through this next 12 months? And thank you so much for that question. I think it's a beautiful question. And I think it's, it's, it's so relevant because the reason we started the show was for each other originally. But, you know, ideally it was we're not alone, Phil. And if we're not alone, then we need to let other people see that they're not alone either. And I, you know, engage quite a bit with the Shut Up Show community, and I'm, I've been hearing people say, and they've been writing to us, and they've been saying, please give us more support. I, I, we love your show. We love what you're saying. We love the vulnerability. We love the guests. Woo-hoo, awesome. Give us products. Give us programs. Give us coaching. Give us something that I can buy. Give us more. But it's not that you're not already doing enough, but if you want to help even more, go ahead. Feel free to take it to the next level. We're totally cool with that, right, is what the community is saying. So what I'm excited about is, you know, sadly, there are going to need to be some changes in the show, like with anything. But it's not necessarily sad either. The beautiful thing is that in that is we can get rid of some of the things that aren't working, and then we can improve things and add things that the community is asking for. So my biggest fear is just delivering <laughs> on that promise. I don't know if you want to call it promise, but just being able to deliver the demands of what people are asking for because I really truly want to be a beacon of, of hope and and I want to be that supportive of ear and, and shoulder, but I really want to impact it tactically and show people how they can do it since they're asking for it. And sometimes I fear that 
either I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have the know-how, or, you know, I just don't have the capacity to to deliver on that. So I don't know if that's necessarily a fear. It's just more of a concern that I have um, to be able to break through that. So I don't let that get in the way of seeing where I evolve as a coach, writer, and speaker, and um, see where we take the show and how the show evolves. I don't want to stop the growth for either myself or the show. So... So really, what you're concerned about is the fact that we've made a uh, commitment to each other to continue to evolve this, and we've made a commitment to our community to continue to evolve this, and that you're concerned that that's going to maybe slow. So the key to that, Bernie, I'm, I'm going to tell you, for us, is we got to continue to push. Yep. And that might mean doing some stuff that we've never done before. So we're <laughs> thinking of ways to just be more innovative and more creative, and Bernie, I think that's going to hold you up and help you from that creative news drying out. So what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I think I shared this with you before, but 2014 is definitely the year of collaboration, um, in my opinion. And what I mean by that is that means anything. Anything is possible, but you've got to find the right resources to help you. And it goes back to what you were talking about. Sometimes we give, 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 and we're afraid to ask for help. We're, we're afraid that we're being selfish or, you know, we're bugging people. And the reality is sometimes people are just waiting for you to ask them, right? They would be, you know, pleased to be helpful, but sometimes we think we're not worthy of asking for that help. So the really cool thing is this is the year that it's like, dudes, let's do this. Whatever you want to do, you know, it, who cares if it sounds like a stupid idea? Throw it out there and see what sticks and try it out. Because if it, if it sucks and it fails, big deal. Then you don't do it, right? But if it works, do it, Absolutely. but but I would say right. find, find great company to do it with because it, it takes a village. It's seriously, seriously, from my experience, it takes a village to do some amazing shit in the world, and there's a lot of amazing people out there that you can do it with. Absolutely. So find a partner. We'd love to do it with you. Um, this is our baby, but you can watch it for a little while, one episode or two. Let us know. We'd love to work with you. Um, and who the hell knows? Anything is possible. Let us know how we can help. Seeing as this is your interview episode, my dear, how do we get more of your offer? Yeah. Better with Bernie Shun. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, obviously, we can find information about Bernie over at theshutupshow.com. Please subscribe to the newsletter if you're not already. Uh, that's where we deliver episodes to you so you don't forget that we're here. But uh, an awesome place, too, to get kind of the additional coaching and the support that you need from me is definitely over at my website, which is bernieshung.com. And definitely subscribe. Go onto the menu bar, click subscribe, or go to bernieshung.com slash subscribe you know, fills on it, but every Sunday I write an exclusive newsletter that goes to people and I pretty much coach you there and I reply to every single email if anybody ever has a question, they have a problem, they have an issue, they have a fear and I don't charge for that because my newsletter subscribers are my community. That's my shin kick bill is what I call it and that's where I get to hear about what's, what's hurting you, what's keeping you up at night and how can I help you and those who want additional support, of course they hire me, but if you never hire me, Dude, you're getting free support from me, a free shin kick, as I call it, every Sunday. So that's definitely the best place to reach me if you're not here on Tuesdays with Phil and me on the show show. Yeah, and just go check it out. I can tell you it changed my life every Sunday. That's the truth. I read it in spite of the fact that I love Bernie, not because of. So I read it anyway, and it's really good. 
And I can tell you, it is a kick in the shins. Sometimes a kick in the ass, even. Once you can reach. <laughs> if I can reach. That's right. With my heels on. <laughs> That's right. With heels on. Because she's only 4'11". Uh, all right. So thanks, Bernie, for being an awesome guest, an awesome friend, and an awesome co-host. I love you. Episode 99 is in the can. Biatch! <laughs> yeah, bitch! <laughs> Thank you for joining the Shut Up Show. It was another amazing episode, and we really appreciate you being here. If you don't want to miss another episode, simply go to our homepage and click the subscribe button or go to theshutupshow.com slash subscribe, and we'll deliver an episode to you one to three times a week. If you haven't already done so, please consider leaving us a star rating and comment on iTunes. That's the only way we can prove the show just for you. The Shut Up Show is sponsored by The Amazing Cells. That's S-E-L-Z dot com. If you want seriously simple selling, you got to go check them out today. Until next time, folks, shut up and make shit happen.